mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode, what episode is it? 124 <laughs> of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season six, episode 14. Uh, Smoke and Mirrors, aka Don't Fall for Sam Barrett, You Gonna Die. <laughs> That's my aka. <laughs> Because I don't have anything better. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I get to this point where I cringe when a guy starts to fall for Sam. I was like, this isn't going to go well for you. And it's not that I don't love Sam. It's more just like it is never going to be you that she chooses. It's not a good idea. Yeah. It's just not a good idea. You go and die. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Or get hurt or both or all of it. Something. Mm -hmm. Something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't have an AKA yet. Yeah, it's going to have to be one that we discover. We'll find it as, as we, we go. go. Um, so this episode first aired on December 18th, 2002. We're almost done with the autos. Auto twos. Asus, auto twos. I'm going to move uh, this this way because typing. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, that was the microphone. Uh, story by Catherine Powers, written by Joe and Paul, directed by Peter DeLuise. I did not spot a Peter cameo. Um, Someone else spots the DeLuise. Please let me know. I'm going to... I'm gonna, he was behind the smoke. I'm going to... Yeah, no, I'm going to try to, like, make my own conjecture. Okay. He is one of the press people okay. in the final scene. Okay. That's my sure. Unedu- can, uneducated guess. I actually didn't see him. So, um, the one uh, guest star we have is Peter Calamus. Has a eventual role in Universe. Um, oh, and I have never really watched it. Is, I know. Well, is that Barrett? No. Oh, okay. No. Just kidding. Um, and I've never watch Dragon Ball Z, but apparently he does, he's one of the people that does the English dub of Goku. What? I've never watched Dragon Ball Z either. No. Um, because of my brother. Bartender my brother. Nick is is a big Dragon Ball person. Um, I have not seen it, but he has a ton of other voice work too. Like, he's been in My Little Ponies and a whole bunch of other shit too. I'm okay with ponies. I know you I are. Dig it. I know you are. So, previously on Stargate. Previously on... Tell stories about what's previously on. <laughs> um, the whole conversation about how you can't take the NID down on your own, uh, and and Mayborn is an asshole, uh-huh. and Kinsey's an asshat, yeah. and him and Jack hate each other. Like they really hate each. other. I named like, him Senator Gross, dude. Uh, Senator Gross, dude. He <laughs> Jack and him really hate each other. Yeah, like wow. super hate each other with the fire of a thousand suns. Uh huh. As dig it. I frequently say. <laughs> so when we finally come to the episode, we're in DC. Secret Service and Senator Gross Dude are working the crowd, mm-hmm. and up in a hotel, a mysterious guy is putting together a sniper rifle. And hmm. as Kinsey's getting into his limo, he is shot. And insanity breaks out, as it would yep. when an assassination attempt takes place, and the assassin takes apart his rifle and quickly exits the building, and as he exits, we can dun, see dun, dun, dun. that it is Jack. In some questionable cargo sweats? <laughs> Those don't look like sweats to me. They look like some weird ass pants. They look like cargo sweats. It's Jack. I'm I mean, go with cargo sweats. <laughs> I think my dad had a pair of cargo Sadly, sweats. Sadly, we do know that cargo sweats are a thing. Uh huh. And they shouldn't be. <laughs> and credits. But yeah, that part was like, huh. Uh-huh. Well, you like saw, the... when you just saw the eye through this, the sniper eye, as you call it. Yeah. There's some major cliche, cliches in this episode. I know, I, I know it's oh, a scope. The, the I'm just calling eye. it the sniper eye. It's the eye of the sniper. It's the, the thrill of the, the shot. shot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We've been doing this for way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. You can, but you can tell once you know it's Jack. You can yeah. tell it clearly. It's Jack's eyeball yeah. and his eyebrow. It's the Jack eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, yeah. It's one of those where I'm like, need more, need more, need more. Info. No decisions yet. Also, pants. 
pants, pants, need more. That's how my brain talks to me. So, back at the SGC, uh, I love how Jonas has a lava lamp in his office. We've seen it before, and it still makes me happy every time I see it. Do you think he just stares at it sometimes? To be fair, I had a lava lamp when I was in high school and in college, and yeah, sometimes I would just zone out at it. Here's what I think. His mind moves so fast, Uh and so I think you could relate to it. There must be times where he just has to, like, shut down. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like the equivalent of restarting your computer. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm just Cycle gonna like sit here and stare at this. Listen, you have wildly seen me zone out at work before. Yeah. Where I'm literally just staring at like a point in the ceiling. And then I'll be like, hey, I I, I like had a whole conversation with you, but I don't think you heard me. And you're yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, because I'm still staring at the yeah. ceiling. Got it. <laughs> so, um, apparent. So Tim and Sam and Teal are watching the news, and yeah. there is a story about assassination of Senator Kinsey. Which can I tell you that I remember this font because yep. it was right when I. This is going to tell you guys how old I am. I was a child. <laughs> When I started working in news, yeah. this was the font that was everywhere. It's bank gothic. It's bank gothic. It is straight up bank motherfucking there gothic. There's still news channels that use bank gothic in their logos. Let it go. Please yeah. kill bank gothic. <laughs> yeah. Let it die. It wants to Let die. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> bank gothic is like the mother um, uh, Tokra. She's yeah. like, kill me. Kill me now, please. <laughs> I also like how the they couldn't even make up a fake logo for the mic. Flag. It's just a black mic. Flag. Yeah, it's like uh, we don't even care. We don't. <laughs> uh, we don't care that much. Yeah. Um, but anyway, apparently, Kinsey was the likely choice for the VP spot on the next ticket mm. because the uh, Republican convention's coming up. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. as Jack walks in, he's like, "What I miss?" Sam's like, "Um, you." Kinsey was killed. Yeah. Three days ago. Here's the thing is I still don't know what the fuck to think because Jack's a good liar if he needed to be. He's a very good liar. So I'm just like, what the? He's like, well, I didn't hear because I was on vacation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In Minnesota. Fishing where there's There's nobody there but the fishes. And there's no fish either. Uh Uh-huh. So Hammond then walks in with a couple SFs, and they are here to arrest Jack for the murder of Kinsey. And Jack's like, I don't think so. Yeah. I love the way that they look too. They're like, uh, we're, we're I, here to arrest you. It's it's like if some it's like a stormtrooper coming up to Chewbacca. Yeah. And like trying to put They're the like, hand. Shit, I don't know how to arrest um, you, and now I'm a little bit scared of you. Jack's like, I was on vacation. Like clearly Jack went willingly. Because they he have did. no power. Yeah, over he did. Them. Because Hammond is like, just for the moment, we're gonna have to cooperate. Yeah. Yeah. So in the briefing room, after Jack's been taken away, mm-hmm. Hammond is well aware that Jack didn't do this. It's like there's yeah. there's just no fucking there's way. There's no fucking way. No one's buying it. And his hands are tied. And Davis is the liaison between the Pentagon and the district attorney. Yes. And he's like, Well, we do have security footage? So I'm trying to remember, have we liked Davis before? I never we have. know where we stand yeah. with him. We, I mean, Davis is genuinely a good guy. Okay. Like, Cause it, I, like I, feel, I get a weird vibe. It's just because he works for another agency. He works I'm, for another agency okay. and sometimes he's like, look, this is a really shit order this and I don't agree with it. But I'm gonna, yeah. Gotcha. But Davis, Davis is a good guy. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we like him. Don't fall for Sam, Davis. <laughs> don't fall for Sam. Um, and he shows them the security footage um, from the stairwell and they're like there's a lot there's there's a big case against yeah. him that they're building there's basically video evidence of yep. him wearing OJ style gloves uh-huh and he did it yeah yeah and and Sam's like that doesn't prove anything he goes no but it was enough for the FBI to get a warrant it's a crime that he wears those pants <laughs> we see the pants in the video those pants are a crime okay. um, and they searched Jack's house and his cabin and apparently a neighbor saw him dumping something in the lake that hmm. has no fish and a hmm. diver found the case and the rifle that ballistics have matched to the one to the bullet that shot Kinsey yeah like basically, they covered everything. They did. Still, no one on the team is buying Open any and of this shut shit. Clip. Yeah, yeah. Teal's eyebrow is uh-huh. not interested in no. anything that they're saying. Super not interested. Yeah. Um, and they cover some of the the history of the bad blood between Kinsey and Jack for Jonas's yeah. sake, not catching the audience up on not anything at all. purely for Jonas's yep. sake. 
And there's they go through all of this stuff and how like they've helped and stuff. And then Tiok's I really like, wish they would have just had Tiok tell him previously. <laughs> on Jack, SG1. And, yeah. <laughs> um, but Tiok's like, yeah, and none of this can we divulge to the civilian authorities. Right. Because reasons. So because and aliens. Aliens. And they can't. <laughs> him's like, we can't move it to the military court either where they could use that knowledge. Right. Because he was shot in broad daylight in front of dozens of witnesses, and it would be a political disaster for the administration to move it and try to cover something up. Plus, and then and Sam's like, yeah, well, Jack's done a ton of stuff for that current administration. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can see where they're at, though. It's it a is. PR fucking it's nightmare. It's a PR To not nightmare. try him publicly. And there's nothing the president can do for Jack, mostly because of PR. Mm -hmm. Um, And Hammond's like, I'm not a politician, though. So I do what I want. I do what I want. And you people have the full resources of the SGC to figure this bullshit out. He basically goes, your job is to save Jack. Yep. Yeah, the end. And the next scene hurts my my insides (laughs) because it's... We see Jack in federal prison. Yeah. And handcuffed and shackled and let in. Um, it's, it looks like military federal prison. I don't know yeah. if that's a thing, but uh, it's just horrible to watch. It's it's tough to see him in that situation. Yeah. But I also keep getting distracted. Like, okay, so I know that Teal'c has to cover up his, his, yes. his little, you know, yep. Jaffa For thing. some reason. Uh, yeah. Like at this point, who gives a fuck? No one it's gives a, a thing, fuck. You know what I mean? How did he get in there with a beanie? I don't think they let you wear hats or, or belts or know. wallets. or And so, not that I know from personal experience about visiting people in prison. Um, maybe if they checked the hat. Yeah, I guess. Or maybe he walked through the thing and it doesn't beep, so I'm like, fuck it. But I feel like there's, there's no way they would have let him in there with the hat. My thing is, like, there is enough unusual body modification that happens right. in the world that no one's gonna like someone may go hey that's a cool tat or yeah you know where'd you get that done at type thing yeah you but, just go i got it in like you know asia somewhere yeah it's a burn mark i don't know, Pick, I don't know. you can even make up some south pacific island no one's yeah. gonna know the make difference one up. i like it <laughs> it's the island of chulak like yeah no one's gonna know that, that's you really can just cool. say chulak and no one's gonna question it when we're rich we should buy an island and name it chulak <gasps> totally gonna happen or abydos although okay. abydos is a place right yeah that was a city yeah. Yeah. yeah no fuck it we're gonna name it chulak we're just gonna name it Tilk. Just Tilk, motherfucker. <laughs> Where do you live, Tilk? <laughs> in a pouch that he carries me in. <laughs> See, that got a little weird I know. now. No, I didn't. It was no. It's like like a like a little uh. What are the baby carriers? Uh huh. Like yeah. I just climb in there, and then Tilk carries me everywhere. <laughs> that's where I live. When I'm famous, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have someone carry me places like a giant fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't get weird at all. It got, listen, we've gotten way weirder on this podcast before. <laughs> That's like middle of the road weird. Strange, strange uh-huh. goals. Um, and and he's like, I've been accused of a murder I didn't commit. How the hell do you think I'm doing right now? Yeah. So um, awesome? You're yeah, awesome. great. And they're like, look, we're going to be super honest with you. There's a lot of evidence against you right now. Yeah, shit ain't going well. Shit, he's and like, I was fishing. I love, though, that... I think that they all just truly believe him this much. Nobody ever feels the need to straight up go, did you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tilk believes him without a yeah. ounce of doubt. Jonas is like, I mean, you have been on secret missions before. Yeah. And Jack's like, no, I wasn't on a mission. I was in Minnesota yeah, on vacation, 20 miles from the closest town, alone. Yeah. That yeah. was the point of it. Yeah. No alibis. Not even fishes. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that. I think I would have... Something, a.k.a. something about how uh, you can't have alibis in a fishless pond. (laughs) Fish cannot provide alibis. (laughs) Fish cannot be in a material witness. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A.k.a. fish aren't witnesses. It's dumb and down for me. Fish aren't... Food. <laughs> Fish are friends, not alibis. alibis. <laughs> Done. Um, yeah, I just keep thinking as much as I, I, I love you and know you, I'd be like, 
Okay, but straight up. Yeah. Did you do it? Did you do it? I mean, it's not going to change what I do for you. Straight up, not to me. Is it going to be you? you and or me did you kill? The, what's uh, his uh, face? Uh, <laughs> um, so back in the briefing room, Sam has checked the tape. It has not been altered. Um, so it either really was Jack or someone who looks completely exactly like him. Mm, and then yeah. run across things that allow you to mimic people before, but all of those are under heavy guard. Mimics! I keep thinking of that D&D meme with oh, the yeah. treasure box where oh, it's yeah. like, I laughed, and my the bard laughed, and then the mimic laughed, and then we all laughed, and then we shot it. <laughs> anyway, something along those lines. Don't quote me. <laughs> um, and Hammond conveniently fills Jonas in on the foothold situation yeah. that happened three years ago. Because of the seriousness of the security breach, they erased all mention of the incident from official record. I'm glad that he just tells them about it. A lesser show might have given us a clip. <laughs> well, okay, can I say that... I did he- read somewhere that there specifically did not put that part into the previously on. Oh, so, it wasn't so we could as figure it obvious. out. Yeah. Be- you didn't figure it out before anything well, Which else. I love because it is nice to see, J- not nice, yeah. but it's cool to sit there and go, did Jack kill him? Yeah. Did Jack fucking kill uh-huh. him? Like to sit there and wonder that because Jack could. If the right person's told him he needed to. He could. Because we've also seen him be on that secret mission where not even SG-1, the rest right. of SG-1 knows about it. And that's what it. I mean. So it's like, it's been established that if shit came to that point, yeah. he can get the job done. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is why I love the, the duopoly that we had just in the previous scene where Teal'c's like, I know you didn't fucking do it. And yeah. to be fair, I'm sure Teal'c is also, and if you did it, you probably had a damn good reason to. Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm still here because you probably, whatever you did, you did for a good reason. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I know you're innocent, yeah. but I'm also not going to be smirch you like, if you listen, actually did if you him. told me that you needed help burying a hooker, I'm not going to ask you why she's dead. <laughs> nope. There's probably a perfectly legitimate <laughs> Great reason. reason. Yes. <laughs> um, we'll deal with that later. We'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just find a really good place to bury it. Yeah. Yeah. So no one will find it. Um, but Joe, so Jonas never read about the mimic devices, and all of those devices are now in Area 51. I feel like they should have ribbed Jonas a little more. It's like, really? You didn't yeah. read it? You what, didn't read what it? What were you doing with Did you miss that part? Yeah. <laughs> um, so when Sam heads heads there, she looks really snazzy by the way. Oh my god. Can I tell you that I wrote Love Sam's Dress Blues? Uh-huh. And we don't share notes beforehand, guys. No, we don't. Uh, but yeah. Although Sam's I do I do notice always that when she dresses in her blue, she does specifically pick skirt and not pants. Yeah. Which yeah. but it looks really fucking cool. Oh, my iPad just died. Oh. Notes are gone. Grace is flying blind, and this is gonna be awesome. I, have I dig it. A t- no, actually, the battery power is oh. fine. It just decided to restart. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> and she also has a little paracord bracelet here. I noticed. Oh, I didn't she notice that. She has this in the next scene, too. I didn't notice it when she, if she's just in her, like, early in the episode, but when she's in her blues. And I also didn't notice it when she later on is dressed in civvies. I just noticed it here. And then she's, the next uh, scene. When she, you know, she's got to be tactical. She does. She always has to be Maybe prepared. it's like because she's in heels and because she's in dress clothes, she needs something to she make her feel something. like if the shit hits the fan, I, I got can, this covered. I got it covered. Yeah. Um, so anyways, they, they check the devices and they are all fake. Yep. I love the way they get in here, too. And I love the idea where I want to see this like Ocean's Eleven style caper yeah. where people come in to steal the mimics because mm-hmm. there's all these lasers and stuff yeah. and people to get past. See, I'm they ready. didn't do any of that stuff. They just got they just paid off a scientist to. Open yeah, it. which is shittier. Uh, yeah, it's not nearly as super fun. not as fun. No, um, but they fill Jack in before he's shipped out to D.C. that someone duplicated the duplicators. Whoa. I know. And they could have basically Who duplicates swapped. the duplicators? Who watches the what? Okay, I'm done. Um, and they could have swapped them anytime in the past six months. Yeah. So. I love that we don't check these things regularly. No, no, they don't. Like, well, they're all locked up, and there's only yeah. like eight people who can access them. That's true. I Fair. mean, they're in the most secure location they could be in, unless you pay someone off. Uh huh. Money will get you everywhere in life. Money. Um, and so they still have the issue that they can't use the alien technology defense in court because it's all super <laughs> right. highly classified. Because alien technology is not a legitimate court in uh-huh. a, a, a legitimate excuse in a yep. public court of law. Nope. Um, but they can use it to try to find the real assassin outside of court. Dun, dun, dun. So back in Jonas's office, Sam and Teal go over with Jonas how the duplicators work. Uh-huh. 
And in case the audience has forgotten, yes, uh, yeah, you can scan a person and then you can impersonate them. Mm-hmm. Simple, like, and the scanning device wasn't taken with the duplicating devices. Right. They can only impersonate twelve people, including Jack, Janet, Daniel. Nice little loophole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that they mentioned that because I'd forgotten about that. I was like, yeah. "What if everyone's a fake?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my brain hurts. Um, yeah. and Tilik and Jonas are going to scan the personnel files of those who had access to the mimics, and Sam's going to head to Washington to look up an old acquaintance. Dun dun dun. dun. Um, I was also looking at Sam's medals here. Oh, uh-huh. um, since we don't get to see her ribbons often. Okay. And, um. I compared it with, like, a, a, a wiki, and it looks like there's an Organizational Excellence Award, some sort of National Defense Service Medal, and mm-hmm. I think the Airman's Medal, but, like, the middle looks a little different on the video, and I don't know if that was just, like, low quality, right. um, but it would make sense, since that award is for a heroic act, usually at the voluntary risk of his or her life, that is not act- involve- not involving actual combat, so, like, basically... Like, every, like every trying episode. to use a sun to... Yeah, every, every episode... <laughs> trying to harness the sun. Of the show. Well, I'll say every sun. other, because every uh, you either have in combat or out of combat, so... And, well, and sometimes, you know, other players do get to save the world. I, I mean, know. Sam's really good at sharing Ish. the glory. <laughs> She's not, but sometimes it's not her choice. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, that person that she's going to go see is Agent Barrett, who we last saw in Wormhole Extreme. So... Oh, we did. I yeah, that's, about that's that. how we know as an old acquaintance. So there's something about his face. And I think as I warm up to him, it goes away. Yeah. But when I first see him in this, like the first scene we see him in, he's got a punchable 80s villain face. <laughs> like it's very James Spadery. <laughs> Is that, or you know what I mean? Or like he was definitely a Cobra Kai. Okay. You know what I mean? There's a okay. look to his face where I'm like, I just want to punch your face. Just like a quick little jab. Just one little yeah, tiny punch. Yeah, just a little jab, jab. Um, but he's he is one of the actual good guys at the NID. It's true. And like, I think that warms me up to him and I don't want to punch him so hard. Yeah, and it's 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 nice <laughs> so to remember <laughs> that the NID is not all horrible. Yes. Like the NID is actually a good like there is It's like imagine if the Stargate had a couple of bad eggs. That's yeah, basically what we That's been what it is. With. Because the NID is just like the CIA, the FBI, all these things. It's yeah. just it's the National Intelligence Department. The yeah. whole thing's not corrupt. It's just there's some corrupt apples yeah. in there. Yeah. Um and then That's one bad apple. One bad bad. There's all worms and don't eat that apple. <laughs> yeah. So Tonas Tonus. Yes. Uh, they, they search... Tonus the Great. Or Tonus the Wise... No. Tonus the... Alien. Exuberant? Yeah. Tonus the Foreign? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm done. I'm going to stop. The Earthens. Um, <laughs> so they've came up with eight people who would have been authorized to access the Mimic device, and they've been pretty much all transferred over to the X-303 project, except for one. Dr. Brent mm. Langham, okay. who was killed in a car accident three weeks ago. Conveniently. <laughs> yeah. Super conveniently, guys. Yeah. Meanwhile, Barrett, back at the NID, is not fond of the fact that Sam thinks the NID has had a hand in assassinating U.S. Senator. And uh. Sam points out that very few organizations right. have the resources to pull this yeah. off. Yeah. You are among them. As is the SGC, Barrett points out. Um, And the man accused of the crime happens to work for yours. Yeah, we're not going to think about all those Which causes Sam to basically turn into anger from inside out. Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) Like She's just a little red man. (laughs) Boiling inside. (laughs) She's just a little red man with a mustache, yeah. And she's like, well, we don't engage in criminal activity, and I can't say the same for the NID. (laughs) Um, And Barrett reminds her that the Prometheus incident was a few rogue agents and the business in Oregon was an official operation. True. Um, and it would have succeeded. But here's the thing. I don't know that it's fair to say that SG-1 doesn't engage in criminal activity yeah. if they needed to. I know, they kind they of blurred the lines a little bit. A little bit. It happens off world, so technically. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like another zip code. Yeah, it's like hose another code, another area codes. Got it. Done. And the uh, the Oregon incident would have succeeded if it wasn't for you meddling kids. (laughs) 
as he pulls off his mask to yeah. reveal that he's old man crouchy pants. Uh, <laughs> and and Baird is going off on Jack and how he's you know he's he's guilty and blah 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 as he's he's also writing silently on a piece of paper. Yeah. And he shows it to her and sternly dismisses her. Yeah. I wanted it to say, do you like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> but that's Will not. you go in prom with me? <laughs> yeah. uh, it actually says Stanton Park, 3 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Carter does have time to change into her civvies before 3 p.m. I love her look, too. It's, like, very, like, Newport News catalog. Soccer mom. Soccer Yeah, it's very, like, like the least noticeable clothing uh-huh. in the whole world. It's super DC. Yeah. Which, like, I feel like she picked her clothing to uh, blend in with her the location. It's like, you could not be less remarkable yeah. than you dry. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but damn, it looks comfortable. It's looks super comfortable. <laughs> yeah. uh, so she meets Barrett at the park, and I've actually been to that park before. Um, yeah. uh, cherry Blossoms. Go there. The, then again, just don't go to DC and Cherry Go to DC while the Cherry Blossoms are in bloom, but beware that you're going to be miserable because of the crowd of people that's around. Oh, I didn't think of that. It gets really crowded, but it's also one of the most beautiful things ever. So it's a it's a double-edged sword. Got it. Um, but it's at the intersection of Massachusetts and Maryland. So they cross, but the park is like a square. And so the, the roads come through the corners. Okay. If that makes sense. Yes. So those roads are actually, if you're looking at it on like... Oh, on a yes. map in cardinal directions. The roads form a cross, and in the center, instead of them making a little intersection, there's a square park. Okay. At the As center opposed of it. to having a roundabout. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I get it's a square it now. park. Um, and it was named for Lincoln's war secretary, Edwin Stanton. Oh. And there is a statue of, Nath- of General Nathaniel Green of the Revolutionary War there. You've said a lot of names that I do not know. Uh-huh. American history. And it is, it's easy walkable from the capital and from SCOTUS. It's okay. like east, northeast of there. But it's I've only a couple blocks. I've never been to D.C. D.C. is beautiful. Never drive in the city. Now I feel like there's a accepted. really there's <laughs> now a, I want to. It is one of the best subway systems you can find. Yeah. Uh, it's simple. It is effective. Do not drive. There's in some DC. kind of shitty joy that I get out of like I'm like yeah I'm gonna drive in New York. City. I drove in DC once and uh-huh. I went that's the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Oh I'm sure it's not smart, but there's yeah. just really stupid thing in my nature. Uh, okay. That wants to Have prove fun. that I can. I'm sure and then you I can. Won't. I'm sure you and can. And then I will never need and to. You'll again. never need to again it's you know what it is it's growing up and i don't think san francisco is as bad as some of these other places yeah. but it's growing up and like learning to yeah. drive in san francisco i was like no fucks no fucks <laughs> i'm going now yeah. um but yeah it's a great uh, dc is absolutely beautiful don't just just don't go in the summer because it gets really hot and it's not a place that's known for its shade yeah but my well yeah that's fair if I'm spending all my time inside museums, though. The museums are... I should be okay. Goddamn awesome. Good the museums are, like, the National Mall is, like, super awesome yeah. to look at all the memorials and everything. It's a great place I'm I I'm feeling could. a trip up the coast. Smithsonian! Let's and they're all free! And then, and the then I'm gonna find a map... Uh-huh. On the back of a thing. Yes. And then I'm going to have to do a scavenger hunt. And there's little glasses. Through the Smithsonian. Uh-huh. But then I'm also going to be trapped in it. Okay. And then things are going to come to uh-huh. life while I'm there. Yes. But then I'm also yes. going to find a mannequin. Don't. Um, That's only when I'm combining every movie. Okay. I can think of. I'm just saying, like, if things are going to come alive, I would say don't be trapped in the American History Museum because if all of the First Lady's clothes mannequins come alive, that'd be really creepy. That would be really we really because they're just like, and it'd be cut, like that episode of Doctor Who where the mannequins come to life. Yeah, but they're all headless and it's just <gasps> weird. But what if they're my friends and they're there to help me? <laughs> they're still headless. And it's going to be really guys. Weird. Welcome to my brain. Um, also, then, the former first ladies were really tiny. Yeah, they're like super short. Well, yeah, everybody was tiny. So one time I went inside the Winchester Mystery House, uh-huh. and it was so Sarah Winchester, yeah, who, uh, uh, heir of like the Winchester fortune, yeah, who was batshit. Uh, I only think of Supernatural. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but she went batshit crazy uh-huh. and built a house so that the ghost couldn't get her. Like, these winding staircases oh, that led to nowhere and doors that opened to the outside of the house. Oh, wow. And, like, rooms that you could not access. Oh, wow. And, like, places where this was the seance room and this yeah. was this room. Uh-huh. And all her stuff is, like, preserved and left where it was. And there's, like, this tiny little bed. 
Oh, jeez. This tiny, creepy little bed that she lived in. Oh, Jesus. And it was like, she was apparently this tiny little lady. I think they're making a movie of her now. Oh, really? I'm going to look it up. Okay, so there is, uh, when I was in college. But it's super cool. Go check it out. There it's was in San Jose, California. an abandoned orphanage that was basically condemned Ooh. that you weren't supposed to go to. But of course, it was like freshman rite of passage was to go yeah. to this creepy. I've never been more creeped out in my entire life. And the, the creepiest part was everything is falling apart. Everything's flaking off. It's been abandoned for decades. Oh my god. Like, Helen what? Mirren plays Sarah Winchester. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's called Winchester. Okay. And it comes out this year. Okay. We'll see that. Yes. Um, but everything's falling apart. There's been many children who died in this orphanage mm-hmm. because it was going on for so long Shit. and and there was a couple rooms. Shit. There's a couple rooms that you went, I do not believe a ghost. There's a couple rooms that you went into and every hair in the back of your head stood up and you're like, get the fuck out of the room, get the fuck out of yeah. the room, get the fuck out of the room. And one of the rooms, everything's falling apart. One of the rooms had a mini room inside the room. Looked like a mini house inside. Nope. I mean, yep, every, everything in there, none nope. of the paint was peeling nope. off or anything. Nope, 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 yeah. nope, nope. Yeah, and then we left. Yep. We left real quick. Uh, I believe it goes. <laughs> I do. Very much. Um, I was in... I, I was, talk to, to, to them sometimes. I was in... Um, when I was in Edinburgh... And I went into the catacombs uh-huh. and we, they, they, we funneled into, it was a room. It was like a, it was a, it was a stone room. Yeah. And I know these are like the random ghost tours that they send everyone on. Sure, like yeah. we just went on it for fun, blah, blah, blah. We're in a stone room. It's dark. I'm in the back corner, not near the door. Yeah. It's a stone room. There's no, there's no like vents or anything. There's only one way in and one way out. And I'm standing in the back corner and my skirt started blowing against my legs. Whoa. Yeah. So some. There's one thing out here that I want to do that's nearby us. Um, but I, I need the courage to do it. Is go up to <laughs> Casadega. Uh-huh. Which is like the spiritual camp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which to me feels like there's got to be some weird fucking creepy there's, energy. Uh-huh. But I don't. I want to do it, and I don't want to do it all at once. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. So, anyway, Barrett is reading a newspaper article on global warming and the killing off of the coral reefs, which is, you know, totes true. Uh, thank you, writers. <laughs> and he's like, they spend all their time trying to protect the world from the gould when we should be trying a little more about protecting it from ourselves. And I was like, you go, writers. <laughs> um, yeah. But throughout here, since his office is bugged, because the NID record all conversations that happen in the building. Yep. And no one kid knows this, but we talk about The Bachelor a lot. That's why it feels like, you know, we talk about <laughs> Dancing with the Stars yeah. all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's all we do is just like, uh-huh. we, what are the Kardashians up to now? Exactly. Um, but yeah, he's like, also, I didn't want to get it on record in case I ask you out. You completely <laughs> say no. And then I feel like a, di- a douchebag. And, and just then have I to repeat it and repeat it on a loop while eating ice cream. Yeah. But he's like, there's a cancer at the NID. Mm-hmm. It's a shadow organization that operates outside the law. Mm-hmm. And the Prometheus thing was the last draw for Barrett. Um, and after that, he was called to the White House for an assignment. And Kinsey was actually working for Barrett. He was about to hand over all the information needed to take the entire shadow organization, which we later find out is called the Committee, down. <laughs> Very unimaginative the name. Um, yep. And Barrett basically blackmailed Kinsey into helping him. He knows a few of the skeletons in Kinsey's closet, and it was an election year, so basically he'll do anything. 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 Um, Got any more of them non-blackmail things? And it's like both Kinsey will do anything to not have the information gets out, and Barrett will do anything in order to take down the committee. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now the only people who know about this are the president, a few of his staff, and Sam. Because the corruption is so wide that Barrett has to work alone. Yeah. That's a big, big thing to have on your shoulders. (laughs) Yeah. Good guy, that Barrett. And he's worried that not even the SGC is... He's looking less punchable right Uh now. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So he's like, how are you so sure that Jack is innocent? Because the evidence is quite damning. (sighs) Because reasons. Because reasons. Sam's like, because I love him. No, because when you work with someone for that long, you just know. Yeah. Uh, and Barrett's job, he has to be suspicious of everyone mm-hmm. and everything. And at the SGC, they trust everyone and everything with their lives. Mm-hmm. So back in the briefing room, um, 
Back in the briefing room, Jonas catches Hammond up on what Teal'c and him have discovered. Uh, originally, the aliens who brought the mimic devices could hold their uh, illusions for indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but conveniently later for plot lines to reason, right. Area 51 <laughs> yeah. people were having problems doing that could only hold it for three to four yeah. minutes. Well, it's the idea that you get a toy with no instructions. Uh-huh. Eventually, you start to kill it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and since they can't use them in the field for three or four minutes, they scaled back the project, and eventually everyone is reassigned to the extra. It's, it's kind of like how the doctor never drove the TARDIS properly. Yeah. And how smoothly it uh-huh. ran when River had it. She's yeah. like, well, you just didn't know how to use it. And because, also because it's River. Yeah, well, that too. Guys, we love River. River. Um, and except for Dr. Langham, who conveniently died in a car crash two days mm-hmm. before the project was shut down. Hmm. Also conveniently, his body was burnt so badly they had used dental records. <laughs> All these convenient happenings uh-huh. that happened. But you can't beat the toxicology reports because <sighs> that came back clean, which would be fine and normal, except for Janet points out that he was epileptic. Mm-hmm. Epile- epileptic. And he took regular anticonvulsant drugs. He was an EpiPen. And nope, not the right. <laughs> and uh, those would have been in the system when he died. So the fact that there weren't any is the red alarm. So either he took the mimic devices and disappeared or someone set him up to do it. Mm-hmm. Either way, um, like, he didn't have the training to shoot Kinsey and yeah. they just have to find him. And Also, like, can I say how much I love having Janet back? I know. It's just so nice to be like, actually, here's logical reasons God, because of reasons Janet. and then reasons of things that I know. And nothing that she ever tells us feels like a stretch no. for her. It's just like, this is just all sense making that I'm doing. I Damn it, I love Janet. She so just, badly. yeah, she brings something to the team that no one else can bring. She yeah. just understands the human She's body just and like. Awesome. Like, I would love to see, you know who I would love to see Janet with? Dr. House. Oh my God, they would kill each other. They would kill each other, but every episode will be solved in five minutes. Yeah. And, and like watching them just snark at each other yeah. so badly would be so much yeah. fun. Like she's like gives Cuddy a run for her money. Oh yeah, she does. She'd be like, now let me tell you why you're wrong. And these are the things that are actually right. And I know what I'm talking about way more than you do. And get off the fucking Vicodin. And then she would kick his cane out from under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it would be so good. Yeah. Um, Done. And Hammond basically is like, I don't care what it takes, do it. Uh, to the get show Dr. Would be called Joust. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, meanwhile, um, Sam and Barrett visit, like, a blacklist weapons dealer. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I love the dude that gets to, Leo, right? Yeah, Leo gets yeah. the door. It's like, uh-huh. I love your shirt. It's very appropriate for, like, <laughs> I'm a creepy douchey smart guy. In the early 2000s. Uh-huh. Uh, and Barrett allows these people to operate in exchange for information, which Sam is clearly uncomfortable with. I love how close to the freeway they are, too. Yeah, it's... Like, they're, like, right off the, right off the exit. Like, I Right next listen. to the pilot gas station. Guys, I've been to a ton of illegal black market weapons operations uh, in my uh, life, mm-hmm. and I... None of them look like this. <laughs> I just like how easily accessible they are from the it's main road. Everything. And the guy who runs it is the most, like, sketchy, cliche, over the top. Yeah. Like, yeah. everything about this feels no. Yeah, it's real creepy. But who knows? I mean, clearly, I have no fucking idea. Maybe they are it's hiding in plain sight all the time. Uh, who knows? But, yeah, uh, the creep dude did sell a 700 with a customized breakdown stock last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and after looking at a photo, confirms that it was like, bought by the guy looking like Jack. Mm-hmm. Then Sam's like... Well, yeah, because the guy would be smart yeah. enough at least to do oh, that. Exactly. If he didn't, then he's an idiot. And he's like, hey, can I buy that other weapon off you, Mr. Black Market Weapons yeah. Guy? Um, because Fake Jack handled it without gloves. Flaw in this plan, though, because they're like, mm. oh, therefore only Leo and not Jack have handled it. Except how about all the people before last week? Who, yeah. Who, like, I doubt they're wiping that thing down. If they let week. people handle them. When they come in, uh-huh. then everyone's fucking touched it. Exactly. Yeah. So flaw in that part of the plan. But and thankfully- now let me tell you how dumb I am. I did not understand what Jan- what Sam was doing when she's like, "Did he handle any other weapons?" I was like, "Oh, maybe she's gonna see if it was like a Jack specific type of weapon, <laughs> and then be like, oh, Jack would never handle that.'" No, that's not at all what she's no. doing, Grace. She's no. far smarter than you are. 
<laughs> so back at the hotel room, um, they are checking prints lifted from the gun. There's one full set that's Leo's and one partial set yeah. that doesn't match Jack. So um, they're, the other clearly have to belong to the shooter and they have no other leads right now. Yeah. So Sam wants to run those prints through the NID database, which Barrett does not really like, but he does anyway. Uh-huh. Um, and gives her credit for checking the second weapon. Well, yeah. Because Sam's smart. Uh-huh. And in Jonas's office, Janet is helping him with research and finding Dr. Lanham, and he, they can change all the information they want, but they're not going to be able to change the fact that he has a medical condition. Yeah. So she's like, we can cross-reference the combo of drugs and the National Pharmaceutical Database yeah. and cross-reference and blah, 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 and narrow down that field. So let me tell you, that made me realize how screwed I would be <laughs> if I ever tried to go into, like, the Witness Protection Program. <laughs> You wouldn't find me in 30 seconds flat. And let's type, oh, there she is. There she the is. one person. The one person who has that combination of meds. That exact combination of shit going down. Thank you, world. Uh, <laughs> They'd be like, we'll just narrow it down by, oh, there's 10 people. And then, oh, there, well, there it is. There's, there there's, she is. There's a whole episode right there. Uh, well, she's going by the name Yolanda now. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Previous, previous names have been Saffron and <laughs> Bridget. <Yeah. laughs> well, I think she's a fan of a show called Firefly. That's right. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> There are um, a couple of Rory's and Lorelai's in there, and just for funsies. Um, and uh, oh, that it'd be Rory Quinn. There you go, Rory Quinn. <laughs> Done. Done. So Done. they narrow it down so much that there's basically only one, I guess. And yes, they they well they fill Sam in because there's a great thing where there's like two separate missions in the storyline. So yeah. Hammond gets to keeping the go between. I wish they could. I wish sides. they would do like split screens yeah. of them on the phone and then like split back. Like start Very with one style. Start with yeah, and then split it into half and then, and then go to wipe yeah. it off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Hammond's like, "Are you sure you can?" Try Trust this, Barrett. And she's like, pretty sure I can be sure. That I'm and sure that I can be sure. Hammond's like, you just remember that technically I wasn't even supposed to tell Jonas about the foothold incident. So don't don't tell him. Mm-hmm. Don't tell him things. And when she hangs up, Barrett gets into the car and she was right. The prince match an NID agent, Mark Devlin. And mm. we see a picture and he looks like one of the ones from one of the boy bands back then. Yeah. Uh, but I can't tell you which one it is or which band he's in, but he looks like one of them the from one, one of the bands. It's the one that she ends up changing into, right? Yes. So it's Kevin from the Backstreet Boys. Thank you. I knew it was one of them. Yeah. I knew it was someone. It's, he looks like Kevin from the Backstreet Boys. I don't. But that's yeah. because Kevin from the Backstreet Boys always looked 15 years too old to be in a boy band. <laughs> it's like, it what was, are you doing here, Grandpa? It was something yeah. with the jawline and that specific yeah. beard style. It was the specific facial hair yeah. that was like, nah. Yeah. Don't do that. And I don't even know that he actually was a lot older. It just the face it's was appearance like, wise. Yeah. Don't. Don't, don't do be that. here. Um, so meanwhile, Tonus are out trying to find Dr. Lanham from the one person that was narrowed down from Janet's search list. Mm-hmm. And Jonas asked Tilkad to learn how to drive. <laughs> yeah. Daniel taught him. He believes the year was 1969. Oh, I almost, like, missed this the second time around. <laughs> so the first time around, I was so focused on the bike rider. <laughs> I was like, what's with that shot? Like, th- this is the shot where yeah. we come in and you just see this woman's butt. Yeah. Coming out of the scene. And I'm like, that was oddly timed. That was a weirdly timed shot. Yeah. Like somebody needed to be like, hey, hold for like three beats. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. It taught him in 1969. Yeah. So they knock on the door and a guy who doesn't look yeah. like okay, Lanham. Before you yes. get to the door, yes. I cannot get over this. Okay. And I don't know. Maybe it's where they are. I'm not actually sure where they're supposed to be. They're in like a hood, just a neighborhood. A random, yeah. any, anywhere town USA, yeah. right? Uh-huh. The tallest fucking crawl spaces. <laughs> I've never seen somewhere. houses like that. I've never seen houses where you walk up a flight of stairs to get to the front door. You, you do in coastal areas. I've lived in coastal areas. Okay, well, I, like, you see them frequently on, like, the, the, um... And I don't know, somewhere they must have them in Vancouver, too. But okay. you, you, I see them a lot on the um, the Boundary Islands on the East Coast. Okay. Um, in places where it, like, frequently floods. Well, I mean, I've seen houses on stilts. Yeah. 
But it looked like it was a completely finished yeah. like base. We've, of- yeah, we've I've I've we've actually like rented house and stuff and seen before where you have to walk up an entire flight of stairs because all downstairs is like a pool deck area. Okay, and like they store things there. You can park right underneath the house. I've never fucking seen that. Yeah, in my yeah, life. yeah. It is the weirdest thing. Okay, yeah. and I and I can't get over it a little bit. Yeah, okay, it's, I'm done. it's kind. They look crazy, but yeah, you have to go up an entire flight of stairs to get to the front door. Yeah, the only thing I know of that exists that way is um crawl spaces yeah and i'm like that's not a crawl space no. that's like a stand space yes yeah. yeah they, <laughs> that's they a walk raise space. them in areas where they typically get a ton of yeah. flooding but you can basically like the ones that i've i've been at you basically can the park yeah and i'm gonna blame it on growing up in earthquake country because you we don't even have like basements yeah 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 you don't do basements and it's still weird for me to live in a place where there's no basements no basements addicts yes um so anyway, they knock on the door. The guy does not look like Lana, answers mm-hmm. the door. But as they were leaving, he looked really familiar to Jonas. Yes. Looked super familiar. When Jonas first came to the SGC, he was one of the airmen in the gate room. Jonas is positive because he has a perfect memory. Uh-huh. So both of them run back up to the door He's and He's got that Mary Lou Henner memory. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. and, and Teal tries to open it, but it won't d- budge. And it's locked. So they go to run around back. Well... Jonas runs her out back yeah. and Teal just disappears. And the mystery dude runs out the back and jumps the fence. And Jonas <laughs> jumps the fence too. And they're he running. gives chase. Running down the alleyway. And then just a giant arm, solid arm sticks just, out from around the just van. Bar. And just yeah. He's clotheslined so hard he's knocked out. And one of, it's just beautiful. So this made me want a wrestling episode <laughs> of Stargate. I don't know how they work it into the story. I'm not a writer. But I want Teal'c in a ring, mm-hmm. like luchador-style wrestling. Well, can I tell you that Voyager found a way to have people stuck on... It was basically a Planet Hulk situation, <laughs> and that's the ro- one of The Rock's first um, TV appearances. Yes. Acting jobs was as a random alien wrestler, and they it. had basically that. I want Teal'c to have to wrestle yeah. for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Preferably in brightly colored leotards. <laughs> Just because it'd be fun as fuck to watch. But he, I want him to have, like, the mask, but it still has his yeah, emblem. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the same uh, location. The yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dear God, yes. I like it. Oh, future podcast, the entire cast. Just his face. Oh, my God. I want to color that so bad right now. <laughs> oh, and uh, I feel like Jonas would have the Bowie um, the Bowie lightning. <laughs> yeah, the flash. Uh-huh. Flash of lightning. Yeah, yeah. on his mask. Um, anyway, so he's knocked out, and they quickly find the mimic device, and it is Dr. Langham, and we get a Tilk indeed. Yes, a really good a indeed. good indeed. Um, also, how did they not study and look for the 12 people that they could be mimicked before they went out to immediately recognize that that's one of the 12 people that could be mimicked? Right. Right, you would think that you'd go over the list. I like just. It's not like it's a list of a hundred people. It's literally what twelve? Yeah, it's twelve, and then Jonas would be able to memorize them all. You'd be like, okay, got it, we're done. Gotcha. That was a real dumb thing that they did. You're absolutely right. And you still could have had the same because instead Jonas immediately recognized him at the door. You can have the exact same chase scene. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I know this man. Yeah, hit him. Yeah. So anyway, they go back to the SGC and they stick him in a holding cell and he hasn't said anything, but he is asking for a lawyer, which could be a major issue because as Hammond points out, they are not following procedure. Not even a little bit. Way outside the jurisdiction. And I love Hammond's like, what is this part about him being injured when you brought him in? He's like, oh, he tripped. And Tilk's like, he required some convincing. (laughs) Good job, I feel like Jack would be so proud of that. And Jack would be so proud. And uh, Teal'c is certain he will volunteer information. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to the best scene of the entire episode. Oh, you mean the opening to the Dangerous Minds video? <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Where I'm expecting Michelle Pfeiffer on one side and Coolio on the other. It makes me so happy. It's just a shadow in the window. Yeah. And Teal'c opens the door for a moment, clenching and unclenching his jaws. Yeah. It's the, what is it? What was it? Gangster's Paradise uh-huh. was the name of the video. That's what this scene is. And then he just sits down mm-hmm. and stares at him. Yeah. Best interrogation ever. In silence. Mm-hmm. And stares. <laughs> and then... Langham is like, whatever you would, let me just vomit up information for I think you. The silence alone, I'd be like, I can't stand this silence. What do you want from me? 
Whatever you want. This here's what I think I would have to lean on even if I were in an interrogation mm-hmm. situation. It's not that they couldn't get me to talk. It's that they couldn't get me to shut up. Probably, yeah. So then what you do is then you work that to your favor and then you just fucking talk nonsense. Would Basically, you, like, you Kaiser Soze that shit. Would you like to know the entire history of a TV show called Stargate SG-1 and every single plot hole yeah. that they've had and yeah. plot line that they've had through 10 seasons and I can continue on to Atlantis I think I would just make up shit to make that. I would Kaiser Soze it. Where it's like, oh, let me tell you everything I know. Here's all the things that I know, but then I'm just making up stories as I go. Oh, yeah, no, I just, I just, I would just go randomly. <laughs> let me tell you this about is a story all about how my life like got flipped upside down. down. <laughs> I like to me to sit right there until I became a member of a team called SG1. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sam and Barrett arrive at uh, Devlin's house and he sees him from the inside window. And Sam shows off her lockpicking skills again. Because she's Sam. But Barrett gets impatient and just kicks the door down. Mm-hmm. They quickly leave the house again when they see a timer and a shit ton of gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> and then Barrett lands on, after the explosion, Barrett lands on top of Sam. Yeah. Sure. Because Sam lands on her back. I feel like it should have been after the explosion he actually landed <laughs> next to her. And then he goes and crawls on top of her. He's like. It would have been way funnier that I'm way. covering you. And Sam's like. Thank you. Get, Get off of me. Get the fuck off of me. Please never touch me unless I ask you to. <laughs> I've got this. So back at the SGC, Langham is talking to Jonah Steele and Hammond. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Shadow Organization calls themselves the Committee. And the committee. he's basically like, I was going to buy any story they told me because of money. And they're buying alien tech as it comes out of Area 51 because Mm -hmm. all the committee are businessmen. So Mm -hmm. they're incorporating the alien technology into their product lines, expecting huge profits from it. It's all about the money. All about the money. It's just consumerism. Fuck. So Hammond wants names. And then he's like, well, I, you can't. You can't share my safety. Mm-hmm. And and Hammond's like, well, yeah, but if these people are as powerful as you say they are, there's no place on earth that you can, f- they'll be able to, you'll yeah. be safe. This is a great line. Thankfully, the SGC has other options. Yeah. We'll just put you to space. It's, well, yes. But I know. On the pl- but I like yeah. my version of it. We're just going to kick you off into the air. Loose in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the... Ex- you know that Stormy is an astronaut? Uh-huh. Um, we he, recently he found out puppy space camp. We recently found out that he really enjoys wearing his cone, and I think he's decided it's an astronaut cone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you launch into space. Yeah, mm-hmm. all done. We need puppy space camp. <laughs> well, he's preparing for the whole bubble helmet, so yeah. we're, we're working up to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loves being inside it. Weirdest dog ever. Done. <laughs> we have a combination of weird dogs. Yeah, that's true. Um, so after the explosion back in Sam's hotel room, Barrett wants to know, like, who else at the SGC knows about this operation? Because clearly there's a leak. And Sam's like, there's options besides leak. They can track your ass on the computer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Hammond calls and Barrett's being super paranoid going, don't pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam's like, it's fucking Hammond. Like, if you trust me, you're going to trust the team. And Hammond fills her in on the other half of the episode. Um, and she tells Barrett that they have the names for those responsible for the assassination. It's an inside source. I can't tell you anything about it. And hmm. Barrett's like, that's bullshit. I'm an assignment from the White House. Yeah. And like, you're the one who's just going on about trust. Yeah. You turn, you turn the tables. You yeah. Use your own words against you. So she makes a judgment call. What and you gonna do? She's going to make a judgment call and tell him about the mimic devices. <laughs> and that's how they got the duplicate Jack. And then Barrett drops his own secret <gasps> bomb that Kenzie's not dead. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. He's in a coma. And none of that was released for his own protection. So they both have their secrets. That's how the game's played. Uh, and there's... Oh! And, um... And, and Barrett's like, yeah, there's the Pentagon just found out that he's alive, so they're sending a, a guy over to the hospital. Interesting. Some oh. liaison officer. Oh, it seems like totally normal thing. Sam's like, is it Davis? Yeah. They're like, yeah. Huh. She's like, that's a really shitty idea because he's one of the 12 people who can be duplicated. Yeah. Super not normal thing. Cut to Devlin heading to the hospital and putting on the Davis mimic device Don't, in the no, elevator. I like that his name is Devil in. <laughs> That's how I remember he's a bad guy. <laughs> um, and he heads into Kinsey's room to check on him. And while he's there, he pulls his uh, gun and puts on a silencer. 
Hmm, that's totally normal thing to do totally while you're walking around the hospital. So then, in so, well, he waits till he's in the room alone. He yeah. doesn't do it in the but, hallway. Like the fact that he has it on him, even yeah. though it's a military, like. What if they take all their shit away? Also, this is like the county, like this is county, looks like county general yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this dude would be in such high security There's, there's area. just too many options in this episode where there's just like security's just fucking up. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, and then in some dark Doctor Strange love war room, <laughs> overly dramatic mood lighting. Yeah, the weird control room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like if this was if this wanted to be realistic, this would be in the most corporate of corporate generic meeting office. rooms. Yeah, be- the most beige office you've ever. I can seen. see a wall of windows. Yeah, yeah, very beige or very gray. Um. So anyway, there he's like Devlin's like Kinsey's dead now because he wasn't wearing a bulletproof vest this time. Yeah. And we have a flashback to Kinsey's hospital room, and before he can shoot, the fire alarm goes off, mm-hmm. and people rush in to move Kinsey. And then fake Davis just punches out two SFs. Because um, badass. Badass. Mm-hmm. And in the war room, douchebag is like, well, one of the committees. Yeah. He's calling him douchebag. One of the douchebag committee people. It is the douchebag committee. Um, And, they, and they, he's like, well, we don't care about secondary casualties. We'll blame those on Davis, too. Yeah. Also, I don't care about Langham. Also, let's use the mimic devices to eliminate another thorn in our side, General Hammond. That's when I got mad. Yeah. Like, not that I was a super happy place with these people to <laughs> begin with, but it's like, no. Because with him gone, they can replace him with someone more sympathetic to their concerns. Huh. Uh-huh. Interesting. They tried that already once. Yeah. But they didn't have someone, they, they, and the guy they tried to put in didn't work out too well. Yeah. There's no, you can't, you can't, you can't. Uh, over Hammond the Hammond. So we flash back again, and they send Kinsey to the basement. You can't handle the ham! <laughs> Davis goes into the stairs. Hammington. <laughs> I'm not drunk, I promise. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. We can't make an Alexander Hamilton joke every single episode. We All can. <laughs> Back okay. in the war room, they talk more about replacing Hammond and, you know, having him think seriously about his retirement plans. I'm back in the flashback. Face. So I will say, yeah. I'm going to give myself credit for this one. Okay. You were my witness. You are. She did guess this. As soon as they say it will be very convincing to Hammond, dude makes a face that I'm like, that's a Sam face. <laughs> now, the reason I want to give credit for it is because it's also credit to this actor. Yeah. Who made a Sam face. He made a Sam face. Because I was like, that is a Sam face. That's Sam. It's Sam. It's Sam. It's Sam. It's Sam. She did guess it was Sam. Boom. It was. Uh, <laughs> and in the flashback, he heads into some random locker room. I don't know why. Like, well, it's you get real sweaty after shooting people. I don't know. But he hasn't shot anyone. He's trying That's to find true. Kinsey, and he's added by Sam, and she takes the mimic device. But it's just in like random locker room. Yeah, just, just weirdly enough. Reasons. Listen, you have to work with the sets that you're given. Reasons. So back in the in the war room, they asked Devlin to visit Hammond and threaten his family again if he doesn't play ball. And I'm like, fucking, just kill him. Yeah. Like, and that's what they say. If they doesn't play ball, kill him. And I was like, no, kill you? Kill douchebag? Yeah. I'm down with that. And then the devil in illusion flickers. Yeah. And Sam tells them that Hammond sends his regards. The most badass light. I wanted her to pull out a fucking machine gun. Or just like two middle fingers. Yeah. (laughs) I just like light the room on fire. Yeah. Something. Because she's just like, General Hammond sends his regards. Poof! You know what I mean? And just blow the place up. Say okay. hello to my little friend. And basically, yeah. Basically. Uh, and the and the doors break open and Barrett and guards come in and arrest everyone. Yes. And they're like, hey, new record on the hologram time. Six and a yeah. half minutes. Super awesome stuff. And Barrett reminds her that he she took a great risk. And then listens to this next line a few times and I read it in the captions and it still doesn't make sense. He's okay. like... What makes you think I was going to come in here before you got them to incriminate themselves? And I was like, don't you mean what makes you think you weren't going to come in here before they incriminated? Let me see. Did you write it down? Yeah. What makes you think I was going to make Oh. Like. Huh. I think it was doesn't and just no one caught. Nobody cares. Like, no one caught it. We all understood what he meant. Yeah. Like, fuck it. It's done. And Sam just shrugs and is like, well, when you work with someone, you just know. You just trust them. And then he turns into, like, the face he makes is very adorable. He turns into, like, bashful from the Seven Dwarves (laughs) and looks at Sam like she's Snow White Uh and she just gave him a kiss on the forehead. Don't, don't fall for Sam. Don't. 
fall there's for Sam. There's only one person who can fall for Sam and not die. Yeah, there's only one person whose constitution <laughs> and strength is high enough to not die who can, who under can the spell of Sam. Roll a high enough saving die. It's, yeah, it's the Sam spell, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so when we head back to Kinsey's hospital room, he's up and he's getting dressed, and Jack comes Ugh. in free and in his dress blues and looking very good. Yep. Uh, and Kinsey wanted to have a chat before they meet the press, and Blech. Jack needs this as much as Kinsey does, Kinsey says, because Blech. the only way Jack will get vindication is if the two of them appear on the 6 p.m. No, news, what? shaking hands, and Jack's like... I don't know if I need it that badly. I don't want to be here right now, basically. Yeah. Um, but Kinsey reminds him that the American people don't want their Air Force officers to be assassins. They want to be, they want them to be heroes, and Kinsey I mean, I don't will know. make him I'm a okay hero. with them being assassins as long as they're assassinating the right people. Well, I'm also like, you're going to make him a hero? Like, yeah. Jack isn't fucking the biggest Jack's hero. Jack's already a like, fucking hero. Uh, yeah, like, a million times over. Yeah. Like, fuck you, Kinsey. Yeah, basically. Um, and I just just want to vomit along with Jack here. So outside, like the barf emoji over and over and over. Yeah, and so outside, Kinsey does his press conference apologizing for the deception of him being dead. Blah blah blah. Final blah, blah. steps is an investigation of an anti-democratic forces. Blah blah blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he thinks Colonel O'Neill for his role that he played in the you know in the investigation. He can't say more because of national security. Mm-hmm. And as people start asking questions of the whole press and, you know, it's snapping pictures and everything, he shakes his shake Jack's hand and Kinsey leans over and blocks the mic and tells Jack to smile. He just won Kinsey the election. Gross. And Jack's like, I can't decide if I want to stab you here or vomit on you. This is where he, I would have just like spit on his neck. Because <laughs> no one can see it. Yeah, no. No one can it's see it. It's just, it's just. Just like a nice little. And then and Jack, you can just see like or like sneeze at him because that even you can't get in trouble for. Yeah. Oh, how awesome would that have and been? And Jack has this weird look of like pissed and sick and pissed on his face, and we fade out. The end. Yeah. I mean, yay, Jack's free. This was a fun episode. And me, the committee's but fucking, done. That means Kinsey's around. Kinsey's around, but Kinsey the NI is trouble. The NID is back to being good guys. Thank goodness. For now, I mean, who knows? Everything is not all these set in stone. Not everything is awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah. This was a fun episode. I had a lot yeah. of fun with this one. Yeah, it's it's a good, it's a fun little. Yeah. It's like the spy film. I mean, and you get an you get a nice little tonus. You get a tonus. Action. Uh, you get you, some Janet. You get some Janet in there. You get a lot of Sam, which is yeah. always good. Um, but the yeah. earth based ones are always fun too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice when the bad guys are are, are us. Yeah, you know, just yeah. because it uh, makes you think differently about yeah. it. Um, yeah, the writers went on that little bit of that tangent of like keep us safe from ourselves. Keep Look. summer safe. Yeah, I don't feel safe. Um, Which, can we it's just good stuff. Uh, for a complete tangent? They yeah. just admitted or just announced that they're making seventy new Rick and Morty episodes. I can't. I'm like, can we just renew them for like two seasons and then see where we are? Just a little bit. Let's look. We all know and love Dan Harmon. He doesn't have seven seasons in him. Yeah. That man's gonna self destruct <laughs> if he doesn't get some self care. Well, and I wonder if it, if they keep at the same rate we're doing, we'll have those seventy episodes will last us our entire lifetime. Yeah, basically. So it's maybe take he'll have years. enough time in between things to recharge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, goodness, they're not saying there's gonna be seventy episodes in five years. Those That's seventy, true. there could be like a three year gap between seasons yeah, at some point. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned. I mean. It's a weird, bittersweet moment. Yeah. But yeah, let's do it. I'm in. But anyway, keep uh, summer safe. <laughs> this episode, I don't know what the top five looks like. Oh, here's the top but episode. But I feel like I might. Um, your top five is uh, Descent, Abyss, Redemptions, Other Guys, and Allegiance. Which one's Allegiance again? Uh, you ask me these questions. I do all that. the time, and I don't remember here. I'll look it up. And like, I know the episodes, but 
but maybe I'm I just so have to bad. remember which one it is. I'm so bad with like the oh oh yeah. I'm not replacing shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. so bad with like the name. I'm like a ho- that horrible fan who can't pinpoint the names. Yeah. Of the Allegiance is stuff. the one with the jo- the Jaffa and the yeah. Tokra. Yeah, 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 the Jaffa and the Tokra to, the three sides. Having to defend themselves from the predator. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is what I'm calling them. I am putting this at my number five and replacing Redemptions. Oh, interesting. Um, because there is some really fun stuff in this episode. Also, I'm going to be honest, guys. There's a long way of just Teal'c's arm clotheslining a guy that puts it into my yeah, top five. Yeah, that is pretty good. Um, yeah, I I think I'm going to stick with you having it in there, and then I'm going to not have it in there. Okay. Because then at the end of the season, it'll rear its ugly head, and then that I'll have to fine. think about it again. We do have another Indeed that goes up yeah. to 19. Um, no for crying out loud. I no. feel like this would have been a good time for one. That would have been great when he's like in... In jail. I was fishing for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Um, and next up is Paradise Lost. Hey, um, that's a book I know. That is a book you know. And we see another face that you know. Oh boy. I'm going to guess. <sighs> Who's your guess? It is a face that we've seen... Well, your notes do say annoying face. It is. I did say where we see another annoying face. Um, what's his face is dead. One of the dudes died on Prometheus. Uh huh. So not that dude. Q who's, died. Q died. Uh, who's left? The dude who's the hacker man now. Uh, the Mayborn? dude with the beard. Yeah. Mayborn. Is it Mayborn? I think we'll it's Mayborn. find out. Because I can't think. Oh, unless it's an off-planet bad guy. It could be an off-planet bad guy. <laughs> I don't know. Alrighty. Maybe we haven't been off planet in a while. Maybe it's, I think it's off planet, but okay. Okay. We'll see. Done. I'm going to take a drink before <laughs> oh, uh, we go. Um, um, I'm going to try not to cough all over you guys while I while we finish up the episode. Uh, so wrap it up quickly. Yeah. On Twitter, you can find us at Tara Podcast. On Facebook, you can find us at There's No Place Like Tara. You can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. At Patreon at patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Like us. Rate, rate us. us review we us are not on robots. Podcasts. Robots rejoice. Robots rejoice. <laughs> Love Make you guys. Bye. Back in the robot parade. <laughs>